0: Welcome to the Plan for Special Needs Trusts podcast, presented by Plan, the Planned Lifetime Assistance Network of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Our plan is your plan. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich, and today we present another partnership with a great organization. It's Northeast Arc, changing lives and discovering abilities. The mission of Northeast Arc is to help people with disabilities become full participants in the community, choosing for themselves how to live, learn, work, socialize, and play. I'm very happy to have with me today the Chief Development Officer for Northeast Ark. His name is Craig Welton. Craig, much to talk about. Can we start with a brief history of this celebrated organization?
1: Sure, so in the 1950s, particularly here in the North Shore, uh, a group of families got together and decided uh, that they wanted to have many opportunities for their children with disabilities to be more fully included in the community. Uh, To give you a historical perspective, it was not common for that uh, point in history for folks with disabilities to really have opportunities to uh, be educated alongside their neurotypical peers or have an opportunity to work in the community, live independently, or really, uh, even from a social component as well, really didn't have an opportunity to be involved in the community. So those parents got together in the mid 50s and said, you know, we really wanna have the best for our kids and we're gonna work to uh, make sure that we have inclusive opportunities within education and inclusion with recreational opportunities. And from those beginnings, we've progressed into an organization much like many other ARCs around the country have progressed into Organizations that support families and individuals with disabilities throughout every facet of their life.
0: I was going to add that uh, you know it started out as a as a parent movement, grassroots, if you will, and the expansion of services has been remarkable. And maybe you can give us an update as to where we are today with the uh, the possibilities for these young people. Absolutely,
1: I think the possibilities are limitless and truly are. Uh, we on, in Northeast Ark we're working with about 15,000 individuals and families a year throughout Massachusetts with really the majority of our programs happening in the Northeast region of of Massachusetts. So north of Boston, south of New Hampshire, east east of Lowell and Lawrence. And those folks are coming to us from early intervention, maybe autism services, uh, family support, recreation, you name it, pretty much we're able to identify opportunities to help families with children with disabilities throughout their lives. Um, and as you mentioned, the, the sort of humble beginnings of a grassroots effort of some parents that wanted to have their kids go to school with their neurotypical peers has progressed into a f- proactive approach of what can we do to make sure that people with disabilities have every opportunity to succeed at every uh, turn in their
0: lives. Right. Family services and recreation, and that's something that wasn't born in the 1950s, but it's such a critical element. And we're going to be talking about long-term support in a second, but share with us a little bit about what you mean when you say family service.
1: I think one of the things that's most impressive to me, and, and when I started working with Northeast Arc uh, four years ago, it was one of the things I was absolutely blown away by. We have support groups uh, for families as early as prenatal when they find out that they have a diagnosis, that they're going to have a child with diagnosis. We have family support uh, uh, groups and resources available at that point. We also provide um, resource groups in nine different languages, which is truly remarkable. We we recently launched a group in the Lowell area that um, is conducted in the language of Khmer, which Mm -hmm. is uh, the the language spoken in the Cambodian population. We've done a remarkable job of trying to meet people where they are. Uh, We have a a dad's group um, we have an Arabic father's group, which is really uh, something that's we're very, very proud of, to, to be as inclusive as we can possibly be, to make sure that families that need resources are, are able to, to get them. Um, most recently, in the last three years, we started work on a program called the Center for Linking Lives, which uh, we took 26,000 square feet of vacant retail at the Liberty Tree Mall. And we've moved a lot of our community-facing programs there. So... Now we have an option for families to meet in a central located uh, area that's available through public transportation, and can have these resources. They can come together as a community and meet other families and find out other options for their children um, so that they can be successful. So it didn't; these programs didn't exist in the 1950s. But without the leadership and the you know, courageous effort of these families to say that good enough is not good enough. Uh, we wouldn't have pushed the boundaries and, and wouldn't have progressed.
0: Plan of Massachusetts in Rhode Island, Craig, is so happy and honored to have you as a partner. Can you now tell our listeners how connecting with Plan has helped you and the work you and your folks are doing for others?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we've been partnering with Plan for the last few years. Um, I think this is, we're going into our third year right, partnering with Plan what has really impressed me with plan is their proactive approach to ensure that families um, with children with, with disabilities or special needs or um, any challenges that may lend themselves to uh, uh, utilizing the services of plan. They're helping to educate those families to understand what a pool trust is, how they might be able to benefit. I think there's a lot as you, are raising a family and and you have a child with a disability, there's a lot of information you need to gather constantly. And I think there's a lot of questions about how do I set my child up well financially when I'm gone? I think any parent thinks about that and, and thinks about how to set that up. And I think historically people have thought, well, you need to have a lot of money to set up a charitable trust, or you need to have, you know, these large and vast amount of resources so that your child, so that you don't have to worry about what happens if if I pass away and my child with special needs or intellectual developmental disabilities um, needs some support. What I've been impressed with in in our partnership is that they're able to articulate how someone of of ordinary means um, can participate in a pooled trust or a number of different options that they might have available uh, to give that flexibility for spending as things are needed for for their child, Uh, but then also to build that comfort knowing that the resources will be there when when the parents um, are no longer
0: connection to the fact that it's now been three years, as you say, you're helping your people and the plan is helping those people as well. And everything's coming together and coalescing the way it should. You mentioned security. And one of the things that gives people a sense of security and safety and, and purpose is jobs, is work. And that's a big facet, too, in Northeast Ark's uh, campaign to help people. Uh, share with us a little bit about that, the fact that you've added so much in terms of work training
1: that's one thing that we're extremely proud of. We have an amazing team here and I actually just had a meeting this morning with a regional director uh, from Starbucks um, in this area uh, where they've recently over the last year have hired 11 of our individuals to work there uh, at nine different locations throughout the North Shore. Wow. Um, So we're really super proud of our jobs program and I think that really is emblematic of providing the support that's needed along the way. So an organization like ours we're very fortunate to be able to have programs that start for some of our individuals that we support it might be three months of early intervention and they hit their benchmarks and that's it they, they no longer receive services from us others that might be the initial point of, of entry to work with our organization but as they progress they learn the skills that are needed to be more independent they pick, pick up an interest in working in the community And then we're able to work with them to find a job of their choosing, which is a competitive employment opportunity where they're in the community, they're contributing to the community, um, but they have meaningful work and they're showcasing their abilities because, quite frankly, there's a number of folks that we support that can do their job better than anybody else in the world. You know, everyone has their own skill set. Everyone has their own um, certain talents that they bring to to a job and we're able to place folks into jobs that they are really excited about and because they have that level of excitement, they are high performers. Uh, The last few years, I think we are all acutely aware of the staffing challenges that every industry has faced. And what I'm very proud of with our employment team is that they've taken advantage of that. They've gone to employers that maybe wouldn't have proactively reached out to us in the past and said, listen, we understand that there's a, there's a workforce crisis. We have some folks that are very capable, that are very interested and motivated to get to work. And over the last couple of years, we've actually placed more people um, than we did prior to the pandemic because we've been having the opportunities to go out Mm. and proactively market our folks. So we've done a a lot of work in the employment space, uh, which is absolutely amazing. I think there's a lot of work left to be done. But it's, it's really encouraging to see so many employers, uh, is particularly over the last few years, realize that the folks that we support have innumerable abilities that they can really put to work.
0: The reputation of Northeast ARC is stellar. And I believe a chief reason for that consistency, Craig, is your core values. These are important to you and everyone who works with ARC. Tell me more.
1: So our tagline for our organization our, on our business cards, on our website, on all of our collateral is changing lives and discovering ab- abilities. Um, and we do that every day. We do that in every sort of program that we run. Um, and really the reason that we're so tethered to that little tagline is that's what we seek to do. We want to find opportunities for the individuals and families we support to be as successful as they can be. If that means providing more inclusive opportunities for young adults to make friendships, to find jobs, to live independently, um, that's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna find whatever model and approach is necessary for that individual and work with them to make sure that they can reach their goals. Um, We are a large organization. We support 15,000 folks across the Commonwealth, but each individual we support has their own story and they have their own mm-hmm. goals and they have their own desires to be more included in whatever capacity that might look like to them. So we, everything that we do is is driven by that approach to make sure that everyone we support has the opportunities they need to be successful.
0: And for you to be successful, Craig, and you and your organization to be successful, you need funding, money, support. Tell me what it is the public can do to support Northeast Ark.
1: Well, I, I think you uh, touched upon pretty much any ask that we would have, Jordan, right? It's uh, financial, it's volunteering, it's, it's helping to spread the word. We're, looking, we're always looking for volunteers to help with our programs. We, we run a number of recreation programs. We, we're the second largest Special Olympics program in, in Massachusetts. Uh, we run four different Best Buddies chapters out of our organization. We have a number of different initiatives that we're continually running. Um, but we also have corporate engagement opportunities like financial literacy training for some of our individuals in our uh, independent living programs that we're working with you know, local banks and local retailers on. Um, so I would say anyone who's interested in volunteering in any capacity, whether that's a, as an individual or as a company, I would be more than happy to chat with because there's so many different programs that we're operating. We would love to find a fit and we're confident that we can find a fit for anyone who's interested in volunteering.
0: Craig, I've got one more question. What are you most proud of when it comes to this kind of work?
1: So I've been working in disability services for about 20 years. I I started working with an organization called Best Buddies and um, met our CEO, Joanne Simons, uh, early on in my career and have been a huge admirer of of the hard work that she's done to move, uh, move this forward for people with disabilities. And, um, I've been with Northeast ARC for the last four years as the chief development officer and have been amazed to see what we've been able to accomplish, the innovative approaches that we've been able to, uh, to bring to the community, the, uh, center for linking lives, which is really the first of its kind, uh, where we've, we've, taken vacant retail space and we've reimagined it as an amazing resource for the individuals and families we support. Um, What I'm most proud of is being involved with an organization that doesn't accept the status quo or doesn't say that we've done a good enough job for people with disabilities and the families that we support. Um, It's amazing to be part of a team that always pushes the boundaries and says, what else can we do? How can we be more innovative? How can we address the challenges for individuals with disabilities? where they are now and how can we make it a a better future for not only people with disabilities, but for our our overall community, because we we genuinely feel um, that the North Shore or that the Northeast part of Massachusetts or Massachusetts as a whole or the United States can't be the best place for a person with a disability to live unless it's the best place for people of all abilities to live. So we're looking for those authentic opportunities where we can raise everyone up um, and make sure that the folks that we support are included.
0: An outstanding answer. I expected nothing less. Thank you, sir. And by the way, the website is ne arcarc.org That's N-E for Northeast dash or hyphen arc.org. On behalf of everyone from Plan of Massachusetts and Rhode Island, thank you for your participation. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for doing all that you're doing for uh, the citizens of Massachusetts who certainly deserve it.
1: Thank you so much, Jordan. It's, it's my pleasure and I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I can have this type of impact in working with such wonderful people. Um, so thank you very much for, for your time today.
0: Our thanks again to Chief Development Officer Craig Welton with Northeast Arc, helping people with disabilities become full participants in the community. The website again, ne arcarc.org. We want to thank you for listening to the Plan for Special Needs Trusts podcast, presented by Plan, the planned lifetime assistance network of Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Plan is a 501c3 nonprofit company where the goal for every one of its clients is always to preserve assets, protect benefits and live well. For more, visit www.planofma-ri.org. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate, and review this podcast. And thank you for sharing it with others. Our plan is your plan.